nothing could ever separate us Cause I'm purchased by your blood All I know down in my heart is that I love you, Jesus All I've been through and how you saved me I pray that everyone is doing well Mighty and great you are started with a little bit of coffee in Jesus tonight. May God be glorified in us and through us on tonight. Y'all come on in and join me. I pray that God blesses us tonight. It's going to be good because God is good. And that's all I have to give is what God gave me to give. So that's what tonight is going to be about, y'all. So I pray again that everyone is doing well. And uh, we are getting ready to get started here shortly. Let's adjust the camera a little bit. And yeah, we're getting ready to, to get on Coffee and Jesus tonight. Its title is Misfits. Misfits. Some of us fit into that category. I'm not sure about you. But um, you know, don't let don't let the um the cool eyeglasses and and um and my swag fool you. I am a misfit. I just don't belong, y'all. And I'm going to encourage us tonight on the brilliance of just being different. The brilliance behind being sanctified. The brilliance behind being holy. Because what we give up, what we sacrifice, is all for the glory of God. Hey, Bishop Levy, God bless you, sir. Love you, man. Thank you for joining in tonight. Jim Barlow, my neighbor. Hey, brother, how are you? Thank you for joining in. Thank you for joining in. You guys, uh, these are two excellent individuals uh, that are on here tonight already. Uh, of course, uh, Bishop Kelvin Levy, my father, literally in the gospel, and, and, and he has been my anchor in helping me stay focused in my walk with Christ thus far. Um, of Judah Temple of Praise, Nashville, Tennessee. If you get a chance, check out jtopnashville.com. Go over to the, the website that we have. If you don't mind, Bishop, if you have time or anyone from the Judah family, drop a link in the room so that people can go and subscribe. There is some fiery things coming out of that portal we call Judah Temple of Praise. God is really moving by his power, and I'm telling you, it is something to behold. So I thank God for my bishop. My friend Jim Barlow, he's an excellent neighbor to have. He's always doing things for the community, always playing music, always having things. And uh, we really love him here in the neighborhood. So God bless you, my brother. Marion Jones out of Florida. God bless you, mother. Pray that all is well with you. Y'all, we're going to dive in really shortly here. Um, we've got a few people on, and that's all we need because the Bible says, watch this, one can put a thousand to flight. And two can put 10,000 to flight. So we're already there. We're way overdue. It's time to get started. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you tonight, God. We just want to say thank you, God. You are so holy. And God, we just thank you for allowing us to be in your fold. God, it is you who has called us and not we ourselves. You have made us and not we ourselves. God, we are the sheep in your pasture, God. So give us word on tonight that will cause us to be encouraged, that will cause us to live out this life, to see what the end is going to be, to cause us to live out our purpose. God, we say thank you. We love you. And for everyone that is listening to this broadcast, please, God, 
bless their lives. I believe there are miracle signs and wonders that are coming their way just as of of a result of listening to the gospel being preached. Not me, God, but your gospel. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. So here it is, people. I have to share with you. I have to share with you. And there it is. JTopNashville.com. Go check us out. Please subscribe uh, to all of the uh, to the YouTube channel. Follow us on Facebook. Again, that is the church that I'm attached to. I'm not a loose cannon. I'm not talking to you as as a pastor of Facebook uh, uh, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That is not me. I'm plugged in. I have a pastor. I have a church and I'm just here to encourage you. I'm just a branch off the tree in Jesus name. So here it is, y'all. Tonight, I want to share with y'all something that literally brought me to tears. And I cried for a while. I cried for a while because I had to uh, I had to think inwardly. I had to look at them in, in the mirror at myself and I had to come to the realization that I do not deserve to be where I am. OK, I don't deserve to be where I am. Hey, neighbor, we got Sarah Ann McDonald in the house. Thank you for joining. I do not deserve to be where I am, especially spiritually. God didn't have to continue speaking to me. And and I just appreciate God for for loving me the way that he does, because I believe without a shadow of a doubt in many circuits, in many places, I just don't belong. I don't belong in the fold of God because I had never been holy enough to make it in. I don't be- I don't belong in the world because I haven't been faithful enough to the things of the world to belong on their side. So I had a choice and, and God knew. Watch this. God knew. And this is this is something that I even sing I make songs about this. God knew the day, the very day, the hour that I would come into his love, that I would receive finally the love that he had prepared for me. And I just thank God that even though life yields all of us many things, there comes a day and a time. There's a date on the calendar that God is ready with your fatted calf and ready to give you all that he has been waiting for you to get from him. God is so awesome and he loves us so much. And and just to put that in a picture for you, God allowed me to see a room full of people that looked like me and they were singing. And uh, as a matter of fact, I was looking at if, if, if any of you are familiar with Maverick City, Maverick City music, they make excellent worship music. And I just looked at I just looked at a video and I saw an array of nationalities. I saw different different colors, skin colors. I saw different hairstyles. I saw people with long hair, short hair. I saw people with tattoos. I saw people with earrings. I saw people who perhaps maybe needed a little more God than the person sitting next to them or standing next to them. But one thing that they had in common is that they were seeking God fervently. And God just showed me that this is a case of a collective of the misfits, people that everyone desired to throw away. Here they are standing in a room together, getting ready to produce a sound that the nation or the nations, shall I correct, need to hear. They need to hear what pure, authentic worship sounds like from people who everyone forgot about. Y'all don't hear me. Y'all don't hear me tonight. I am so encouraged that it is okay to be different. It is okay, especially to be a Christian, to be saved, to love Jesus with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, your your very being. Uh, Famous scripture we love to say is it, it is in him that we 
live, move, and have our being. That is right, Mr. Barlow. We are all one in the Lord. And something my, my pastor pointed out yesterday in our service is that the Lord is coming back for a church, not the churches. It's not plural. See, what's even funny about it is, is if you look in Revelations, God talks to seven churches. He talks to churches who were divided. I imagine if revelations had happened and all the churches were actually on the same page, perhaps he could have been comfortable with coming back. But we're still separated in many ways. And it's even funny that I'm bringing this up with the election coming. People, there's so much separation in the nations. Y'all, we need to love one another and we need to go after the one thing that God has told us as the very new covenant, the new commandment, which is to love each other. Amen. Now I'm going to dial back in. We're going to talk about misfits tonight because I could really go down the road on that topic alone. But I want to give us a scripture that God has been just sharing with me. He's been giving me encouragement by it and, and making me very comfortable in the skin that he's given me. So here it is. I've given you my experience about misfits. I looked at those people singing the very songs from heaven. They were worshiping. And I'm pretty sure, like I said, many people have forgotten about them because they may look different. But I cried because I'm like, God, even though and this is not just in their group, but God allows me to discern people's past for whatever reason. I can see it and I cry for them. I don't even talk to people about it, but I can see it on them and I cry for them. And I just begin to cry because. What we don't understand and what many of us don't have the purview of is the hearts that are on the inside of people. There are people who have been hurt really bad by life, by experiences. And we have to have a, a heart to love everybody. I've even been out running as I like to do. And people in the African-American community know what it feels like when you see a Confederate flag. This is not to say anything about those who hail it. But there is a feeling associated with it culturally that none of us can ever escape. But I remember God giving me instruction every time I see something. And this is not just that, but he he tells me to say, I love you, too. And I'm going to let that minister to you really quickly. Whenever there's something that could potentially bother you, whenever there's something that you think somebody is wronging you, because that person may not have a thing against you. Trust me, I know this. But I say, I love you, too. And let me explain why I say I love you, too, because God is on the inside of that person. God has placed himself in all of us. He's made 100 percent of us in his image with the very choice to choose him. So the least that I could do is speak to the God that's sitting on the inside of them. Can somebody help me tonight? Can you speak to the inside of someone who may not look exactly like you? Hmm. They may not fit in your inner circle, but it doesn't mean that they don't have God in front of them. Or on the inside of them. And I, good God Almighty. That is a whole nother topic by itself. But I just feel God tugging on my heart. This this topic of love. That we got to love people properly. Even though we ourselves have identified ourselves. And called us to be misfits. Just because of social separations. If you will. Sociological differences. And, 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 and income brackets. And color. And uh, all kinds of things that we do. But we got to love each other because we're not going to all make it into the kingdom of heaven if, if we don't figure that part out first. Amen. So let me talk about 
about being rejected, being different. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about Jesus who was rejected, as we know. I'm going to read uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. So here we are reading, um, reading in the Bible. Let's see here. I got, uh, as a matter of fact, I believe that I'm going I'm to read Romans 8, 30 through 33 first, and then I think I'm going to go to 1 Peter 2 and 9. All right. So here we go. Romans 8, 30. It says, moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called, whom he called, these he also justified, and whom he justified, these he also glorified. Talking about God's everlasting love here. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. So who are we to say who doesn't make it in? And who are we to say who God didn't justify? I'm going to tell you right now. If I were to write down the things that I've done in my life, you would put me in that category. You would definitely say, oh, there's no way you you should make it into the kingdom of God. Not based on the things you've done. Not based on the things you've done. None of which I will share with you right now because it's not necessary. But I'm just telling you, if you were to look inwardly to yourself, if you were to put a mirror in front of yourself, you would definitely think that you wouldn't make it in. That's why it took a God. Our, our Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. To show us exactly, exactly what love looks like. Okay. Had to show us exactly what love looks like, because if we don't know what love looks like, then we won't know how to properly appropriate it to each other. Let me move forward. I'm going to read first uh, Peter two, verse nine. This is a scripture that talks about our responsibility as God's people. First Peter two and nine says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Here it is. I'm going to read a little further who once were not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtain mercy can i say misfits again here we are a collection of people all together coming from different walks of life absolutely jesus definitely washed it away hallelujah here we are as a bunch of different types of people who we come from all kinds of different backgrounds but once we figure out exactly what it means to love we will find that that is how every joint supplieth there's a whole body that needs to come together but in the beginning in your own skin you have to be comfortable with being different from the world because when i say misfits the misfit part doesn't talk about the church we should be fitting together but we should definitely be a peculiar people, as another translation says, a peculiar people. We should be different. There should be something about us that causes us not to fit in with everyone else. And the truth is that we don't. And my thing is this. 
I see people as they get older and older. Take a quick, quick sip of that coffee there. I see people that get older and older. And they never give up their grasp of the world. My God. They never give up their grasp of the world. They continue to hang on to things that remind them of their yesterday, not knowing that the things that they're hanging on to are actually putting them in bondage. Y'all don't hear me tonight. There comes a point in time where you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable around the things of the world. And the way that you do that is you have to turn down the volume in your life. Things that look like the world, things that sound like the world, things that don't represent Christ and you know it, you have to shut it off because you will never become comfortable in the uncomfortable until you do it on purpose consistently. Now, I share this with people. It's like prayer life. You won't become a prayer warrior until you pray. To become a scholar, you won't become a scholar until you read. You won't become holy unless you die daily. You won't become delivered unless you accept the fact that God has delivered you. You won't be saved unless you accept the fact that God saved you. But as long as we hold on to the, these things in the world, I see people continuously compare, comparing themselves to things in the world that keep and, and, it, and it's being done not by the way they vocalize, but it's being done by their actions. I can tell that you want what's in the world by the way you dress. I can tell that you want what's in the world by the way that you prioritize your money. I can tell what you want in the world by by what you uh, affix your eyes to when it walks by you. Yeah, I can tell because it's written all over you. So here it is. Are you OK with being a misfit from the world? Being different because the church, I'm telling you now, is coming back multicultural. There are going to be many different types of people. You're going to see people from from Palestine. You're going to see people from India. You're going to see people from Pakistan. You're going to see people from South America. You're going to see people from Norway. You're going to see people from from Africa, from the jungles. You're going to see people uh, from the deserts, from the Sahara. You're going to see people from everywhere. And you better be ready. For what God is planning to do, because somebody somewhere is hearing the voice of God. I want you all to know that. Are you OK with being a misfit in the world? And perfectly comfortable with being one of the, 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 the jointly fit parts of the kingdom of God. If you are, I got I got some good news for you. God told me this, that there is a rise coming. There is a rise of this very certain type of people. Let me tell you what they're called, what their name is. They are called the healed. They are called the set free. And they are called the delivered. I'm going to say it again. There is a rise of people who are really healed. People who are really set free. And people who are really, really delivered. Why? Because. He has to use clean vessels to do the work that he's planning to do. And here's the necessity and here's the urgency. God gave us a taste of judgment by throwing pandemics across the world. Here we are globally experiencing something together 
And we think that it's just the worst thing that ever happened. And I'm telling you that it's just a taste of God's judgment. But the fact is. That taste of judgment has caused a lot of us to wake up and realize, A, I don't have a lot of time Two, I've got work to do. Hallelujah. What shall we say to these things? And the, and the necessity is this. There's a harvest. There is a harvest right out in front of us, a harvest of souls that God needs us to get. So that when he comes back, we can be all set. We can be fit together, perfectly joined together. Same mind, same judgment, one church, and we're all going home. I'm so excited for that day to be. I'm, I'm so excited. I look forward to the day that I can worship God all day long and not have to worry about going to work. Not have to worry about the cares of this world. Is anybody encouraged about that day? Starts now. You have to be okay with being a misfit in the world, but being perfectly fit for the kingdom look i love you all i pray that you have a blessed night i pray that this message blessed you and if you can do me a favor i want you to share it i want you to share this message please share this message so others can join in the last thing i'm going to say which should have been the first thing that i wanted to say um god spoke to me today and i don't know who's the, who this is for necessarily but god is going to deliver someone from smoking cigarettes somebody's been really trying for a long time and God dealt with me in my car as I was riding around today. I was praying and the Lord is going to deliver you from smoking cigarettes. You've been trying for a long time. You've been thinking about it. But now God is going to give you the strength to do so. The first part is obedience. Don't do it. Don't pick it up. Throw away what you got. Find yourself a dumpster. Get rid of it. And the second thing you do is pray. And every single time as you repeat the law of deliverance over yourself, God, I am delivered. I'm healed. I am set free. I'm more than a conqueror in Jesus Christ. God, I am weak in this one. But your strength is made perfect in it. It is you that will have your deliverance. And not many days from now, will you testify of exactly what God has done for you? And I want you to come back and tell me what God has done. And I don't want you to do it in two days. I want you to do it in like three months when you know for sure in your soul that you're good and delivered. I want you to report in of what the Lord God has done for you. Look, I love you. Thank God for you. Yes, sir. God bless you. You're, you're most welcome. I love you all as well. Yes, indeed. We pray. We do indeed pray for our vessels to be clean. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, I love you all. I'm checking out of here. Got a little bit of business I got to take care of around here. But I love you. Thank you for joining Coffee and Jesus. Misfits. Misfits in the world. Perfectly fit. For the kingdom of God, got my coffee, sipping a little bit, and I'll see y'all next week. Love you. Take care. Time and time again Yeah